1: Welcome to Talk Tennis. Let's get straight into it. Today, we have Chris and Troy joining me, and we are going to talk about all things Nike tennis shoes. Welcome, guys.
2: Hey, what's up?
1: Okay, so Nike recently released the React Vapor NXT shoe, and we have the Nike Vapor Pro coming out. And we know that there aren't a lot of Vapor 10s left in the market, and we know that some of you guys out there just your mental stability is not okay right now. (laughs) So we want to help transition you into new shoes and talk about our experience with the NXT shoes and make sure that you guys know it's all going to be okay. We promise. So (laughs) Chris, I know you have worn the react vapor NXT the most out of all, you and I have been wearing them the most. Let's hear your first impressions from the first moment you put them on till a few weeks later and you're still wearing them, so.
0: Um, So first thing I think with the names, like the Vapor 10, everyone called it the Vapor X because it was Roman numeral 10. The NXT stands for Next, um, so it's an abbreviation. So I think a Nike official name might be the React Vapor Next, but I think everyone's gonna call this shoe the NXT, just like everyone called the Vapor 10, the Vapor X. It is a very different shoe if you're used to wearing vapors um, even the knit vapor which was a little stiffer more sort of stability and a heavier feeling on the foot than the the regular vapor 10 or vapor x um, this one definitely is um, a a step further in that direction of support and stability Um, it's a pretty beefy feeling shoe but then when you get it on your foot it's a very fast feeling shoe because it lives up to its name. You know, you can really, really react quickly in the shoe moves. Well, there's a break in, but once you've got it broken in, it moves well, um, with my feet. How how in depth do you want me to go right now on this one?
1: Well, I was going to say, I think that's one point that I really want to get across to people that are buying this shoe is that it takes a break in period. Right off the bat, I think that we thought that it wouldn't take a break in. And you and I actually wore ours together the first day and played some doubles. And we were both kind of like, huh, that's a really stiff shoe.
0: Yeah, it's um, not so much the upper materials. The uppers were flexing and moving with my feet pretty well. It's the guts of the shoe, like the chassis, the bottom of it. Um, When you take a pair that's brand new out of the box and you just try and and flex them, you know, like this, they really don't want to flex up in here. Um, they're just like solid. And then once you've worn them for a few hours, i got about five hours on this pair. They flex really easily. But the difference in a shoe that's got like two hours of play on it compared to one that's out of the box is amazing. And like the chassis of the shoe, how much more it flexes once you've broken that part of the shoe in. Um, And that's when the shoe really starts to move with you. So for me, yeah, definitely like after an hour of play, I felt like I was getting better heel to toe transition. And that's something that just continues to improve the more I wear the shoes.
1: Now, Troy, I know you haven't spent a significant amount of time in these shoes, but I do know you've tried some on and fit tested them and you've gotten pretty comfortable with talking about these shoes as well. What did you think when you initially tried them on and how would you compare them to maybe like a Vapor Cage 4?
2: Um, yeah, uh, when I the times I've worn them, tried them on, um, I really like the profile of the shoe. It's got kind of that, you know, more glove-like, um, I wouldn't say narrow, but kind of like that slimmer. Uh, nice profile. So it, it meshed with my foot type really well. Um, I did like that um, there is a little bit more beef or like a midsole material than a typical, you know, going into it, thinking a typical vapor type of shoe, even though it's not, you know, nothing like a vapor X or previous kind of lighter vapors. So, but I do like that it has a, a decent amount of uh, material under my foot. That felt great. Um, walking around in them. I, I did notice like what Chris was saying, that rigidity, Um, they didn't have that like really easy heel to toe transition in the first time walking in them, but you know, the more you wear them, the more they soften up. And, uh, I think they are, even though the scale might not say it directly, I do think they have more of a speedy feel than the vapor cage Four. in the times I've worn them, uh, vapor cage to me, uh, definitely more beefy. Um, there's just more material throughout the shoe on the upper. And like, uh, I think it has a a thicker, beefier outsole is really kind of a. Another difference there too, but um, so far I liked how they fit my foot and sort of the feeling of underfoot as well.
1: Yeah, would
0: you say this fits kind of midway, or fits feels midway between, say, a Vapor Ten and the uh, and the Vapor Cage?
2: Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, as far as like just the way it felt felt on my foot, um, even though it's got you know kind of a higher number on the scale, I definitely think it's more speedy than the 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 number would indicate. So yeah, definitely feels like a pretty good hybrid. I'd say of like a traditional vapor to more of a you know traditional cage type of shoe
1: yeah and i think uh chris has been explaining it really well so i probably lean on you to explain the react technology in this shoe uh, it's not only just the midsole they've added specific technology to make sure that you are feeling speedy and not heavy on the court so chris you can explain it to our listeners
0: so yeah the midsole it just if you look at the midsole it um is firmer on the lateral edge, as you can model with right now. And then on the the medial side, it's um, a softer feeling for more comfort. So you get that firm when you plant aggressively laterally. You've got that nice firm bit under your foot to support the foot, help you cut back in quickly. It's going to give you good spring, good response back into the core. And then the rest of the midsole, you're going to get more of the cushion feel, the comfort ride. Um, and you're going to feel that more when you're just sprinting forwards, you know, when you get that, um, heel to toe roll, shoe feels really cushioned. And yet when you plant aggressive laterally, it's there to support the foot and help you push back in. So I think that goes a long way into making it feel really fast. Um, I also like these kind of little blades that come up, um, around the, uh, lateral edge. Like I can really feel them holding my foot. Um, a big complaint I have is when a shoe is too soft here and it allows the upper to kind of balloon out. I let my foot kind of slide off the midsole and come off the edge there. That's when, um, you know, a shoe becomes really sort of not supportive for me and and I'm in danger of rolling an ankle or something. This shoe keeps me super locked in, in that regard. So yeah, I, I am moving really quickly in it. It's not the lightest shoe out there, but it's definitely a very fast shoe on the court.
1: Awesome. And then I, the way I've been explaining it to some people too, because obviously you see the weight and you're completely turned off right away thinking it's going to be quick. These technologies do weigh something, and you can see how stable and supportive this shoe is going to be. Plus, there's two layers of support on the upper, and we've got a huge durability piece right here on the medial side as well. Um, unfortunately, none of us at t at the moment are really aggressive hardcore sliders, um, so we haven't been able to test this durability piece out too much but Chris is known to go through his uh, his outsoles the quickest out of all of us and tell us how how fast you would you normally re- wear through a vapor and how are these holding up
0: um So let's just look, talk about this up and so I'm not oh, yeah. here, but I am right at the toe tip and I've um, I do it mostly with my left foot so if you can look at the left and the right, you can see there's quite a bit of wear there on the on the on um, on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, it's just worn down at, at the tip quite a bit, um, but there's still plenty of material left. I've got about um, six hours on court in this pair right now. And then when I flip them around, you can look at the outsoles, and I wear heavily um, under the toe of this. And you can see, like, right under my big toe on my right, um, but I wear pretty aggressively there. So I slide that area on every serve and then on a lot of forehands, any close stance forehand I hit, I'm sliding that portion of the the shoe. So right in here and uh, I've got about six hours on this, as I said, and I'm already obviously got rid of the tread and starting to wear it pretty smooth there. So I would imagine I'm going to get through this one in under uh, probably like 15 to 20 hours, something like that. I'll be putting a hole in it. That was probably on par with a, with a Vapor 10. Um, maybe, yeah, probably about right on par with a Vapor 10 for me.
1: Okay. But also
2: that, uh, that servant volley, Chris sneaks in, he serves it to my backhand. I know that play all too well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, so not going to be the most durable option. The Cage 4 is still going to be your durability play from Nike and that shoe is not going anywhere anytime soon. So if you love that one, and you you really need a durable option then stick with that this is not the replacement for that either um let's talk a little bit about the tread on the outsole Troy when you first saw it what did you think
2: Yeah I mean definitely a different uh kind of pattern you know it's it's got a little bit of you know kind of herringbone but like definitely a different pattern um and the one thing I noticed is that when I was inspecting the shoe trying it on uh underneath the ball of the foot or the forefoot area it's really dense the There's the little lines in there, but there's not like the ridges really pop out, but in the heel, um, the ridges are more defined, almost like it would be on a kind of like a clay court shoe. Mm -hmm. So I definitely noticed how the ridges were, were peaking a lot in the heel, but more dense and almost kind of smoother, um, on the forefoot, which I think probably has something to do with, um, you know, the data, the data informed stuff that they had going on as far as like hardcore sliding. You probably want, um, a little bit like smoother contact on the forefoot, I'm assuming, but Definitely noticed that.
1: And Chris, how's that translated for you on the court? Yeah,
2: it's um, it's
0: a really quiet ride out there. I mean, I'm used to a lot of the shoes I've been testing, I've been speaking a lot recently. They're super loud. There's one brand that's probably the loudest. Um, <laughs> we've been wearing a lot of their shoes recently. And this pair, uh, they move nice and quietly on the court. When you do slide, I mean, I do slide a little bit coming out of a shot. I like to slide going into a shot, um, especially on a hard court. And, uh, but when I do slide coming out of the, even then it get, you get a little bit of a chirp out of them, but they're pretty quiet. Traction's really good. I, th- I feel like it's controlled. Like I said, you can slide out of a shot and I feel like I can control that slide really well, which is nice. And then also there's enough give when you're just looking to pivot and make those small adjustment steps around the ball that, uh, you, you know, the shoes aren't getting hung up. They're not so sticky that you feel like you're kind of tripping over your feet. So, um, there's enough grip there for sure to sprint around super quickly. And like I said, I feel really fast in this shoe. But they have that nice blend of having just enough give to help you kind of like transition quickly, uh, pivot and also slide a little bit. So um, I think Nike really nailed it when it came to the traction.
1: Nice. I agree. I'm loving the traction on this shoe. Um, a couple more things before we move on to another new shoe from Nike. I want to talk about the fit a little bit now, uh, two of our play testers that do have wider feet have also started testing their pair and they both are just fine with the, the fit of the shoe. And I know for a fact, Tiffany, used to struggle a lot with uh fitting into the vapor 10 the vapor 9.5 the vapor 9 so she finds the fit of this shoe to be a bit more forgiving i am finding this neoprene like first part of the upper to be fairly forgiving it seems like jay's had no issues getting his feet in i know chris has skinny feet (laughs) troy your feet are more narrow so we're not the best to a minor medium but um I'm not just blowing smoke up anyone's, but this does seem to be a more forgiving fitting shoe compared to some of the vapors for people with wider feet. Have you guys heard anything or agree, disagree? Um,
0: I think it's a pretty generous fitting shoe. I think there's plenty of length room there, which might help out too. So that narrowing at the toe box is maybe pushed forward a bit on the foot um, up towards the toes. Whereas I think on a, a you know, a snugger fitting length fit you're just going to be hitting the foot you know, closer to the wider point of the foot. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't size down in this shoe, but it's definitely a pretty generous fitting shoe. Honestly, I haven't tried. I maybe I could sneak down a half size. I haven't tried it, but um, doing just fine in the size I have. But it is a fairly generous fitting shoe.
1: Yeah, uh, that was one thing. We're seeing a lot of feedback. Um, a lot of players are saying that they are having to go down a size or a half size. Um, they also went down a half size in the Vapor Cage 4. Did either of you go down a half size in that shoe?
0: That's a good question. Have to- <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I personally did not, and I did not have to go down a half size in these. And at this moment in time, none of our play testers have sized down or up.
2: I, I did uh, notice trying them on, at least with the, with this react NXT. Um, the first time I tried them on, I had really, really thin, uh, no show socks on mm-hmm. I tried my usual size nine and a half and they did feel a little bit long. I was like, huh <laughs> kind of like Chris, like I hadn't tried to going a half size down to a nine, but. I felt like, oh, I might be able to with a really thin sock, but then tried them on again with like a thicker crew sock. And then the, the regular nine and a half felt okay. But I think that was the same thing for me with the vapor cage four. So I think they're lengthwise pretty, they feel pretty similar to me mm-hmm. uh, between the vapor cage four and this one. Um, so it's, it's tough, but yeah, I, I might go down a half size just cause I'm, I'm usually wearing more like thinner, no show socks now. And then maybe after the break in, it probably would be just about right. But it's hard to say for certain.
1: Okay. And then one other question that has been brought up is, um, asking about aftermarket insoles and yes, the insole in this shoe does come out. It would be very easy to replace the insole in these shoes. So if you're looking for more support or you have issues with plantar fasciitis and need that extra support, definitely can throw an aftermarket insole and it should not be an issue in these shoes. Last question before we move on, who would you recommend these shoes to? What shoe were they wearing before and what type of player?
2: You want to go? You want me to go? I can go. I mean, uh, for me, I would say um, probably not the, uh, definitely for me, not the player that usually would wear the Vapor, like love the Vapor X or maybe like kind of 9.5 super speedy lightweight shoes, but maybe had tried those and said, hey, you know, if I could just get something with a little bit more cushion in the midsole. And a little bit more stability, not quite, you know, maybe someone that's maybe tried like a Vapor or a Cage in the past and kind of didn't really, didn't find either of them to be perfect, kind of ideal uh, type of shoe for them. I would, uh, I would recommend going, definitely giving this one a try. Um, and then from like, if they're using shoes from other brands, I know we kind of mentioned this before, um, not today, but like when people have been asking kind of like a similar type of shoe to the uh, the Novak, the Court FF2 type of feel. You know, that kind of in between the ultra light and the ultra stable.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, let's move on. So there's a new Nike shoe, another new Nike shoe coming. It's really cool to have two back-to-back um, months with new shoes from Nike and the premium shoes. Uh, you guys, if you have been watching tennis, you've probably seen this shoe on tour. Uh, Nike is releasing the Vapor Pro. Technically the full name is Nike Core Air Zoom Vapor Pro, and for everyone who has been freaking out thinking the NXT was the replacement, this should be the replacement for your Nike Vapor Ten. I have one in my hand, and unfortunately, we have not played in these yet, but we we do have them to look at. So, I would like your guys's first thoughts on this shoe, just initial feedback troy i know you have one in your hands too actually got it on my right foot oh okay <laughs>
2: but you <can't> see it.
1: <laughs> how's it how is it
2: uh it feels like a vapor x like uh profile um as soon as i slipped it on like that sort of just like low to the ground like very connected feeling okay and for me i wasn't a huge vapor x fan but then again, I'm not saying that it's a knock on the Vapor X. I'm just not typically like your ultra lightweight shoe kind of guy. Um, but yeah, as far as like the profile, connectedness to the ground, um, the uh, just trying it on right now, it does, uh, I have a size 10 on and I usually wear nine and a half. Um, the width is like nice and snug. So it's got like a slimmer kind of feel right around the the forefoot area. Um, but with a little bit of in, I think it'll be just fine for, you know, any kind of like medium type of foot or whatnot. Um, And then as far as like the length goes, the width is great. The length, um, in this size 10 does feel just slightly long. So I might, you know, I probably would end up going with a nine and a half, but, uh, yeah, very, very similar feeling on my foot right now to a Vapor X.
1: Um, yeah. And I think if you look at the bottom half of this shoe, it's going to look very, very familiar to you guys. So we're seeing the exact same outsole as the Vapor Ten. It looks like the same midsole. Why would you change a good thing from the Vapor 10? But the upper has gotten a whole new look and remodel. Uh, We've got that booty. This is a full booty, right? But it's more like the Vapor Cage rather than the NXT. So it's like a half full booty. (laughs) I don't know. How would you describe it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, once your foot's in there, it feels like that nice, like, comfortable, like neoprene sock-like, but it does kind of have like on the lateral side, it doesn't really like fully encapsulate like your ankle. It kind of like has like a little slit on the side of the the lateral edge, but uh, maybe that just is something Nike designed to make it a little easier for people to get their foot in that don't like a full booty, but it feels like a full booty when, when you're inside of it.
1: Now, Chris, I know we already mentioned that you're pretty hard on your lightweight shoes, especially like a shoe like the Vapor. It does look like they've added a little more durability feature on this shoe. So on the medial side, there's a TPU piece that comes a bit farther up, and they've actually covered the top half of the lacing. So if you are sliding on the hard courts... Your, your laces won't come undone, which is good. But can you tell us uh, some of the things that you have loved about the Vapor in the past and what you're hoping to see from this shoe?
0: Yeah, just moving in it. You know, it's always been that shoe that moves with your foot. I was always a big fan of the um, adaptive fit. <clears throat> They're kind of like fingers, you know, attached to the lace system and they wrap your foot. Um, and I like the fact that you could fine tune the fit of the upper by just how you cinched, um, you know, each eyelet really. And you mean, you can do that on any shoe, but it was especially noticeable on how you could affect the fit of the vapors, um, especially nine, nine through 10. Um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to trying this, pair. I haven't tried this pair on because I used to be sample size for Nike. And I actually was a wear tester for Nike when I was in college. Um, And I'd wear prototype shoes. Um, And then uh, now they've changed that sample size. So I don't fit that sample size
1: anymore. They didn't want your negativity. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. And Troy, can you tell us some of the players on tour that have been wearing this shoe in case our listeners want to go Google some images?
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Pretty much uh, a lot of the Vapor X, Vapor 10, sorry, uh, players pretty much have transitioned into this one and it seems like pretty seamlessly, but. Um, Nick Kyrgios, uh Fritz, um, Kachinov, um on the women's side, Andrescu. um am trying to think a couple of other female players. Vika? No, yes. Like Azarenka. And that was uh, somewhat kind of – Or I know she kind of like tested prototypes going back last year. And I think before that she was a flare, a Nike flare player. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, Andrescu, Vika. And I'm trying to think of the others that – on the WTA side. But there's there's definitely a handful of them that have switched over to this this model.
1: Yeah, we've seen um, some of the players wearing these now. For, it's been actually several months. I think we saw some of them in last fall wearing them. Uh, so you know if the players are wearing them, they are probably going to be very high-performing shoes. I want to grab uh, let you guys know about one other feature. Uh, the mesh upper is also designed to keep your feet cool. So I've never had issues with the vapor being too hot but that's a nice addition right
2: yeah that definitely uh stands out looking at them um the the mesh weave on the vapor 10 right above the the toes or the vamp area it was a pretty it was a pretty open mesh and i know like i think for their clay court version they they uh, covered that up so the clay wouldn't get inside but this doesn't really look like an open mesh but uh yeah it'd be kind of cool to see how how ventilated they feel once you get on court
1: Yeah. And the biggest takeaway from this update is it's meant to be a bit lighter and more supportive than previous Vapors. Um, Does anyone want to give the good news about the price point on these shoes?
0: You can go ahead.
1: (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) the new Vapor Pro is coming in at $120. So Vapor fans get excited. And I think we're going to see lots of really cool colors in this shoe and We're really excited to get our feet in them and wear them. I do want to just take a few minutes to just kind of run down the rest of the line of shoes to make sure that if you are not a vapor wearer, you don't want to wear the NXT, maybe Nike has something else for you. So as we mentioned, the Vapor Cage 4 will stay in line, and that is still a shoe endorsed by Rafa. Um, But our favorite uh, WTA superstar is wearing the Air Zoom GP Turbo. And maybe, Chris, you can give us a few reasons why that shoe is so cool.
0: I didn't test that one.
1: Oh, never mind, Troy. <laughs>
2: I know Troy did. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I give you a lot of reasons. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Chris like, yeah, I didn't test it. <laughs> <laughs> Troy,
1: what do you like about that shoe?
2: It's just plush. It's, it's comfortable. So if you think of like, you know, your speed shoe, like a Vapor X or previous versions, you know you're low to the ground you're like in a quick little you know roadster sports car the, <laughs> the GT turbo is like hopping in like a huge cadillac and just cruising baby it's like it's like soft so like it feels like it has like those that soft spring ride underneath your foot the the zoom air zoom strobles is what they call them in the midsole definitely plush and that's a big thing for me um i, I like a, a very comfortable plush ride um, but besides that um I still think it has good support, um, enough stability, at least for, for my type of play. It looks like it worked well for Naomi and it also yeah. works well for Francis. But, yeah, it's it's got a good combination of that comfort, that plush ride that you would get from, like, say, maybe like a classic, like, Babylon SFX. But then you still have the performance in there, too, that you can take those turns. You can, you know, really push off aggressively. And I think I think there's enough support in there for me. I don't know. One of these days, maybe Chris will put it to the test and see if it has ability for him. But uh, yeah, I just love the comfort and the the plush ride from underneath the foot and on top. It's just like pillow-like.
1: Yeah, and and super comfortable. <laughs> um, we also have the Air Max Volley, which is kind of um, a takedown of that shoe. It has a ton of street style, in my opinion. But I know I think we've all tried it on. It can be a little um, demanding in the fit. It's a little shallow, if I'm remembering correctly.
2: And this is the one that has that same kind of uh, like rubbery kind of insole, like the wild card.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. I see. I like the wild card because I mean, I have skinny feet <laughs> and it, it fit me really well. And it was so comfortable. Not very durable, unfortunately, but it was while well, they lasted, they were great.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought that one was pretty unique. Yeah. When I tried it on the the and it, it was really cushy underfoot, like it felt like it had a really plush midsole. But then I remember with the wild card and now this this volley, when you take that insole out, that insole is what's really giving you that like really thick sponge under your foot. So kind of cool.
1: For sure. And then we have the vapor wing, which is a really good price point shoe. Honestly, it looks awesome. I think it's one of those that you could wear out with a pair of jeans and you don't look like a tennis player. You actually <laughs> look like, you know, you're bringing some style to the, to the party, but, uh, have you guys tried that on or what do you think about that one?
2: Chris, did you try that one. <laughs> okay. No. I, I
1: <laughs> we're, we're done with Chris. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play
2: in it, but I did try it on. Um, It's definitely got that casual kind of shoe vibe, you know, Um, maybe going back to like a classic kind of leather type of shoe, like an old school, uh, I don't know, like back Adidas when they used to do like Stan Smith or something like that. But then you get that really like kind of comfortable soft feel from the Air Max underneath the heel. Um, I don't know personally if I would like go too hard, uh, you know, matches and stuff like that, maybe like a casual hit or some fun doubles. Uh, But yeah, I really like the style of it. I think it looks cool. And, that
0: one, that one actually I did try on. It's, um, I think it fit a half size right off. It's, a,
1: it's short it, and narrow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it does, it looks like it reminds me of kind of like something you would see from, you know, Nike SB, like a more of a skate. Exactly. Shoe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a play test I can't remember which one where Jay from Australia is wearing one of the limited edition uh colorways, and you can see right away it's like ooh that's that's a nice looking shoe, but it might not be the most high performing and then lastly, I did want to bring up the Nike Court light Two. This is okay first of all, I'm really not into the trend of like the old school tennis shoes coming back in style. <laughs> But apparently this is like in style, but it's also a great shoe for a player that's like more recreational and not trying to invest a ton of money into their shoes, but still wants to get the benefits of a tennis shoe. I don't know if anyone, any of us have actually tried to wear it on the court. I know we've all probably tried it on.
0: Yeah, I've worn them around, never played in them, but they are super plush and comfortable. And one of those shoes you just kind of you slip right into and you get that sweet caddy ride that...
2: yeah yeah low and slow baby low
1: and and slow and like working here at tennis warehouse we i've seen people wear these shoes that like do not play tennis but they have style so apparently they're cool (laughs) where they
2: were maybe like for the the club doubles player you know wearing those out there nice and comfortable and then you got you know you rock those to the afternoon barbecue man you know
1: there you go Okay, so to wrap up this podcast and a beautiful present for our listeners, uh, the React Vapor NXT, we would like you to not think of it as a vapor. It's its own shoe. It's not going to be light. It requires a break-in. The fit is a little more forgiving. Anything else is supportive, s- stable, good traction, not the best durability.
0: Yeah, I would say um, it's like rackets, right? The specs don't always tell you everything. And with the same with this shoe, if you look at the weight, you might think, oh, it's a bit out of, you know, I want, I really trend towards something lighter feeling, faster feeling. Once you get this shoe on your foot and it's broken in, I think you're going to find your move at the best of your ability in the shoe, no doubt about it. Definitely the support, the performance it brings um, outweighs
2: the weight. There you go. Yeah. And I would say, I would say just on top of that, vice versa. There's been, uh, I'm not going to name any particular shoe model, but like there's been some like 13 ounce shoes, 13 and a half ounce shoes that just felt super clunky and super stiff even after two, three weeks of wear. So definitely, definitely the numbers don't always tell the true story on the way they feel.
1: Yeah. So if you get your pair and you try them on and you're like, oh my gosh, they feel so stiff, break them in, like give them a break in. And I, I, I almost will promise you that you'll, you'll like them two or three wears down the line. Um, we're super excited for the vapor pro that will be the closest thing to your vapor 10. We don't really have many vapor 10s left. And by the time this episode airs, they're probably all going to be gone. So if you do love that shoe stock up wherever you can find them, I'm always a big proponent of buying all, as many shoes as I can before they go, they get discontinued. That shoe is not coming back.
0: You can just leave it as buying as many shoes as you can.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> Exactly. (laughs) I'm just always looking to buy as many shoes as I can. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And that's about it. (laughs) I'm going to go buy some shoes now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The ones with the big heels in the back. (laughs)
1: Let's (laughs) go. Shout out to my Toms. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a style that you love and it fits you, you got to stock up. Come on. We're smart consumers nowadays. The prestige is going away. So again, if you like that shoe stock up.
2: Yeah. And that was kind of weird because like when that came out, that was kind of like Nike's take on like, oh, if you don't like the new Vapor 10, we made this Air Zoom Prestige, which kind of is more like the Vapor 9.5. So it's kind of
1: yeah. So yeah, the days of Vapor 9 and 9.5 are going to be gone very soon. (laughs) There's not going to be any to be found. Um, My favorite story still real quick is Christiane had brought out a pair of like Vapor 9s from like years ago. I think it was just either last year or the year before at BMP and she had bought all of the shoes she could find in men's sizes, women's sizes, junior sizes, and she was rocking like Vapor 9s long after they had been discontinued so well that's like
2: uh so I don't know where she's getting her stock from now but Belinda Benchich is still rocking like an old nine five you know really yeah so oh, maybe wow. they'll get her in the x someday but
1: yeah, yeah. well we'll see or I,
2: I mean the pro yeah maybe they'll get her in the pro one of these days but.
1: yeah I'm sure they'll try to then and if they look as comfortable or if they feel as comfortable as they look I think a lot of us will be appreciating the Vapor Pro. Well, hopefully that helps answer any questions that you guys might have on the Nike shoes. And if you do have any further questions, feel free to reach out. Podcast at tennis-warehouse.com. And thanks you guys for joining.
0: Thanks
1: Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, Europe.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, happy hitting.
2: You know where to find us.
1: (laughs) You know where to find us. Shopping for shoes. (laughs)